We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Butcher versus the Spin Instructor, presented by LB's Meat Market, week number three in the big competition. We got Greg Jones, who's just right now building a lead. That's, that's what he's doing. He's just adding to that lead. He had a sneaky pick at the end of uh, episode number two, where he took Rustin. He went against the hometown team. He took the Rustin Bearcats. Campbell went with the Oxford Chargers, which was a mistake. A mistake. Rustin wins 28 to 14. Oxford's good. The Rustin High School Bearcats are always great. And Campbell should have known that by now. And hey, I, I couldn't pick against my own high school. Uh, you know, it, it, I don't want to hear it. Greg was smart enough to say, hey, you know what? I know that all of my customers are Oxford and very few are Rustin, but this is about winning. This is a, yeah. this, this is a cutthroat competition. And Well, Greg, I knew, uh, I knew uh, you know, from knowing you and, and meeting you, like I know kind of what kind of cal- caliber athlete Rustin half carries. Yeah. So I just was like, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Rustin. Yeah, if, if, if they have a – a locker room full of Neil McCrady's just imagine what they must be like on the field, a rolling ball of butcher knives. And sure enough. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, butcher knives, what's going on at LB's uh, meat market? Well, I just got done cutting a beef tenderloin for a customer that called in. So they're going to have a uh, four pound beef tenderloin to cook this weekend. So it should be always uh, look something to look forward to. Um, you know, just got done with uh, doing all the sausages. Uh, we've got plenty of Swayze sausage, ribeye sausage, and uh, the truck will be here tomorrow morning with the fresh fish. So uh, hopefully just ready for a, another good solid weekend uh, after the first home game last weekend. This is, feels like we're piling on Campbell here. Uh, Campbell loves filet steaks, but she doesn't like Beef tenderloin. Beef tenderloin. <laughs> We've covered this, um, but yeah, it's okay. Uh, you can you can get fillets at uh, at LB's as well. They're fantastic. Uh, the bone in the bone in strip, the bone in ribeye are my personal favorites. But you can't go wrong. Greg mentions the sausages, uh, the the chicken, uh, pork, uh, the seafood coming in uh, late this week. So it's all at LB's, right there on uh, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford, right across from Kroger. Can't miss it right there in that shopping center. If you've never been to LB's, make sure that uh, make sure you make that part of your trip. If you've been to LB's, don't forget on the left side the frozen area. Get this frozen stuff; it's two dollars off. And uh, if you're not in a giant hurry, frankly, that sometimes that's the way to go. You can you can let that thaw a little bit, and it's just like the uh, just like the fresh stuff. Yeah. Right. 
uh, let's let's jump into picks. First, last week, Greg, you went uh, six and four. Campbell went five and five. You both still doing quite well. You're both well above five hundred. Greg has a three game lead heading into uh, week number three. He built on his two game lead with a one game advantage over the week set. So three game lead for Greg as he uh, tries to march towards a, a a championship here in season number two. Yeah, I want to uh, congratulate Campbell on uh, running out to the on the field in the Texas game. That was I bet that was. <laughs> Something that you uh, never thought that you would do uh, going to a college football game, running out on the field. Well, uh, I, I can't say that I, I was physically there, but. Um. <laughs> Campbell, Campbell sent the, t- uh, the text in the family text. It's about that game kicked off at six, and it was about 3 30, 4 o'clock. She goes, It is so hot. <laughs> and I was like, She's not going to make it to the game. And, and, uh, she actually made it. I actually made it into the game for about 20 minutes. And then I was like, I'm walking home. So you know, Greg, I walked in. Greg, when they tell you, hey, it's hot out, you probably should <clears throat> you probably should stay hydrated. They yes. probably mean mix a few waters in during that hydration process. And I I, I get the impression that uh, Campbell Campbell may have been hydrating, but not with water. And by about she was she was using the ice as uh, her hydration for, uh, but just the ice sometimes <laughs> just doesn't isn't that quite quite enough. What was the uh, what was the drink of the day on on Saturday, Campbell? Um, well, I actually did not drink that much. By the time I went home, you know, I was I was totally fine. But yeah, I just have the typical you know cheap vodka with water and Crystal Light. So. Yeah, I was like not. a very cla- classic low carb drink to have. Yeah, low calorie. So. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Over here drinking bourbon and ginger ale. You know, eating uh, eating sausage and some steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it was a big game for Arkansas. Congratulations to the Razorbacks. Big win over Texas. Welcome Texas into the SEC by reminding them there are no weeks off in this league. Um, none. Zero with the possible exception of Vanderbilt week. That's about the only time you get a quasi week off in this league. This is. Yeah. There's been some really good memes on Twitter. Uh, of, you know, what was it? The, the one I liked was uh, McConaughey in his Lincoln commercial, you know, <laughs> driving into Fayetteville and then uh, the picture of him in dirt, you know, like leaving Fayetteville. Like yeah. uh, there was a bunch of, a bunch of good ones. And of course the, um, uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of good ones that uh, that, that I, I like, and I'm glad that Arkansas, uh, uh, you know, give them give give them the medicine. That's what they need. All right, let's jump into the games this week. Uh, got Arkansas's got a home game. Ole Miss has a home game, so there's a lot for us to talk about. But we start with this one: New Mexico, the Lobos, a 27 and a half point uh, underdog at. Seventh-ranked Texas A&M. This is a game that kicks off at 11 a.m. You can see it on the SEC Network. Uh, Greg, you get to go first because once again, you're the weekly champ. Yeah, well, uh, it seems like the, the Texas A&M players uh, visited downtown uh, Denver uh, before the game uh, last week. So uh, good for them. I'm glad they squeaked one out at, at the end. Uh, but yeah. Um, you know, maybe you, uh, maybe they bounce back this week uh, at home. Uh, they probably play with a little bit more energy. So I'm going to go with Texas A&M here. Campbell? Um, well, I don't really know much other than you told me that Texas A&M lost their quarterback last week. 
Yeah, Haynes King uh, out for three to seven weeks. Sounds like close. Well, how to come? I, how come I just found out about this? Well, Greg, I, I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you're the you're the chief. Uh, okay, I get you're, it. You're I get it. I'll still stick with Texas A&M. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm sorry. I need I, I need uh, need to get on my Twitter research uh, before I do this. Yeah, for sure. Haynes, well, yep. Haynes King out three to seven weeks for the Aggies, which um, could could really impact them. Well, I'll just go with New Mexico because Greg went with Texas A&M, and I got to catch back up. So maybe probably a good one today. Yeah, I will tell you, Campbell. Be careful here, chasing on uh, week three. Chasing the uh, chasing points on week three can be a a, a dangerous. Um... I can attest to that. I Greg did this last year and just dug a hole. Uh, there are some other SEC games that we're not picking here because there are no lines. Chattanooga's at Kentucky. Uh, Southeast Missouri is at Missouri. Tennessee Tech is uh, at Tennessee. But we're not fooling with those because there's no line that you can get unless. You- <laughs> offshore and if that's the case if you're betting on tennessee tech at tennessee you've got a problem all right number one alabama is a 15 point favorite at number 11 florida this game at 230 central on cbs again the crimson tide a 15 point favorite over the gators uh, in gainesville campbell what do you think um well as always i'll just go with alabama for this one I don't really feel like I need an explanation at this point. No, it's about as scientific as you have to be with the Crimson Tide. Greg, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'll have to agree with her here on this. Uh, it's just uh, I told myself that I was going to take Alabama every game this year and then collect my money at the end of the year. So uh, why not be uh, – we're not afraid of 15 points here. I think uh, the, t- the Tide comes to town and rolls. That's uh, And uh, they might not – they might slip up next week. I will see. We'll see. Yeah, they've got uh... – Got some interesting games coming up. Alabama does. Uh, Ole Miss in a couple of weeks. Southern Miss next week. But after that, it, who knows? Maybe somebody gives them a shot. They look. They look really good. They did look mortal last week a little bit against Mercer. I think maybe because they were asleep. But um, we'll see. All right, here we go. Uh, Arkansas now twentieth in the country after beating Texas. They're at home for the third straight week. It's a three o'clock game. Arkansas is a 23-and-a-half-point favorite over Georgia Southern. This game can be seen on the SEC Network. Uh, Greg, you're up. Man, I, I kind of got burned last week uh, going against the Hogs, and, uh, you know, that's a uh, shame on me. But um, trying not to do it this week, uh, I think I'm going to go with Arkansas. I say they've got the hot hand, and, uh, you know, after a big week uh, weekend over, win over Texas and a big weekend, why not uh, take them back-to-back weeks? Campbell, what's the mood been like on uh, on campus in town after Arkansas's big win over the Horns? Um, well, everyone was really excited, and then we got fined a hundred thousand dollars. So everybody was talking about that. Yeah. But, yep. They um, storm the field. You get you get fined. Uh, you get fined if you if you storm the field. Yeah. And Arkansas, I, that, nobody wants I, didn't, that I didn't expect it to be a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's the price to have if you want to enjoy your team winning, I guess. I mean, that's ridiculous. Hopefully they pay them in pennies. <laughs> like like Kiffin did last year. Um, yeah, if, if you – so if Arkansas commits another storm uh, field storming, it'll be $250,000. Hopefully it's, uh, it's paid pennies. All right, so you both have the Hogs covering the 23-and-a-half. Here's a really interesting game kicks off at the same time. Mississippi State, fresh off of an impressive win 
over North Carolina State. Mississippi State's a three-point favorite at Memphis. They're at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. Again, a 3 p.m. start. You can see this game on ESPN2. Campbell, you're up. Um, I don't really know what to say for this one. I'll have to go with, you know, one of my typical angles. I have friends that go to Mississippi State. So, yeah, I might have gotten you with that one. So, I'm going to pick Mississippi State. <laughs> All right, so Greg, she's laying the three. This is a fascinating line. I've, I've, I've looked at it for our picks that come out on Thursday. And I go back and forth. What do you think? Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, Memphis scored a lot of points last week. Um, they're going to be uh, playing a different uh, different style defense and an SEC caliber with Mississippi State. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, are, there will be cowbells or there won't be cowbells? Cowbells are not allowed in, in uh, Liberty Bowl Stadium. There's a couple of rumors about how that came to be, but um, they're, not, they're not allowing them in. Well, um, that would be awkward for a Mississippi State fan not to show up with his cowbell. So uh, we're going to go with Memphis Tigers. I like I like Memphis this week. It's going to be a really good game. I'm I'm interested to see it. One that um, the only thing interesting here, guys, is the betting line. This is a ton of points for an SEC game. South Carolina is at number two Georgia. This is a 6 p.m. Central game. You can see it on ESPN. South Carolina is getting. 30 and a half points in an SEC game. So, um, Greg, what do you think? Is that too rich for your blood? Or are you going to lay them? Well, I mean, I know they have the uh, uh, a grad student transferred as being the quarterback at South Carolina. So, uh, he would be almost like cutting video for the for the team if he wasn't being played. So, uh, that's – and they squeaked one out last week uh, against East Carolina. Yeah. Uh, got, got, got Georgia totally wrong last week, that's for sure. Um I, I, the last time South Carolina went into Athens, it was a they were a 17 point dog and they won the game. So uh, might be a little bit different situation here. I think that's a lot of points. I'm gonna uh, see uh, South Carolina maybe uh, play a defensive game for them and uh, hold on to it. And let's go with the South Carolina Gamecocks. All right, Campbell. Greg is taking all of those points. Are you taking them too? Or are you gonna lay them? 30 and a half points in Athens. Well, I was going to go with the angle that I did the last time that I went to a journalism conference um, at South Carolina. You did. But I don't know. I don't know if I should disagree with him for this one and say that I have family that are Georgia fans for this. So you have so, you have conflicting angles in I your own head right angles. now. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'll switch it up. Maybe something good will happen. I'll go to Georgia. All right. Campbell's going to lay 30 and a half. They covered the huge line last week against UAB. We'll see if they can do it again. And <laughs> The most uh, probably compelling game of the week, if you're in the SEC and you're just looking at it objectively, number 22, Auburn, heads to Penn State. The Nittany Lions ranked 10th in the country. This is a game that kicks off at 6.30 Central. You can see it on ABC. If you're looking for something to uh, watch the, those 30 minutes before Ole Miss kicks, this would be one that I would recommend. Auburn and Penn State. Auburn is a six-and-a-half-point underdog at Penn State. Greg, what do you think? Is it, is it Campbell? Uh, it's whatever. No, it doesn't matter. Greg, go ahead. I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I mean, you know, um, um, Penn State got a big uh, in-conference uh, win against Wisconsin last week yeah. or something like that. Two weeks ago, um, they beat Wisconsin in the opener. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's a that's a good, uh, that's a good ga uh, game for Penn State. And uh, we'll see. I, I just think uh, SEC team on the road with getting points. Uh, I'm just going to go with Auburn here. 
Campbell, you visited Auburn. That usually is a, a reason enough for you to take the Tigers. Am I right here? You're going to take your six and a half points? No, I've actually always gone against Auburn because I didn't like it. when I That's right. You hated it. That's right. So she got I think in the I'm, car. She got in the car, Greg. We we're leaving Auburn. She got in the car. And she just goes, "I hated it." Yeah, I hated it. Yeah, but but that was a fun trip uh, back home. <laughs> it actually was. By the end of that trip, we were talking about. She knew where she wanted to go, and we were we were done. It was that was the end yeah. of. It actually was a quite. A, it was a very productive trip. Mm-hmm. I, I agree, but I'm going to stick with the fact that I never pick Auburn because I hated my tour. So I'm going to Penn State. What did you hate about the tour so much? I know people are probably wondering, what was it about the, the I think Auburn I think tour? I've mentioned before that they literally would not stop saying War Eagle. It was like every five seconds, someone was saying War Eagle, someone was making you say War Eagle. Someone, they're like greeting you to each other instead of, hey, how are you, was War Eagle. Like, That's, yeah, I'm, I'm out on that. Yeah, I am too. Like at Ole Miss, no one's walking around in the Grove on a random Tuesday going, hotty toddy, hotty toddy. You guys don't pass each other all day on the Fayetteville campus going, whoop pig, whoop pig, right? No. no. So that was what was very, it was a turnoff for me to offer. I get that. I get that. All right. Uh, same time for a kickoff, 630 SEC Network. It's Central Michigan at LSU, the uh, Chippewas. As Greg reminded us in week one, the Chippewas are a 20-and-a-half-point underdog. Campbell, what do you think? Well, you told me everything is going bad for LSU, so I don't really know anything else about either of these teams. So for that reason, I guess I'll go with Central Michigan. All right, she's going with the uh, the, the boys from the MAC. Greg, what do you think? Well, this is uh, the second matchup for uh, Central SEC matchup, and yep. I think they did pretty decent against Missouri. Uh, you know, not saying that Missouri is a top upper echelon SEC team, but I think they're you know they hang tough, and uh, I think twenty points might be a little too much. Uh, so, not much fighting uh, the Death Valley right now. So, uh, I'm going to go with the Chippewas. Yeah, my uh, my condolences to LSU assistant coach uh, Kevin Falk. His 19-year-old daughter passed away earlier this week. I'm sure that's another thing weighing on their on LSU's minds as they uh, go into this week. But my condolences to him. I've I've uh, met him back in the day years ago. So long NFL career and condolences to the Falk family. Yeah, really good running back. All right, uh, Tulane. Tulane uh, heads to Ole Miss. The Rebels now ranked number 17 in the country. This is a seven o'clock game. You can see it if you're not going. You can see it. On ESPN2, uh, Tulane is getting 14 points at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Greg, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with the Rebs here. It's going to be uh, – it'll be interesting to see how um, how um, Corral matches up with Tulane defense after Spencer Rattler, another uh, Heisman candidate, you know, matched up with him in week one. So, uh, Rebels offense looks really good right now. The defense looks, you know – like a different team out there you know they're um uh, they have a little bit more organization back there and uh you know chance campbell is everywhere um that's just and so is uh sam williams which you know i've always thought sam williams could be you know a, you know a deal breaker on you know on a defensive front so uh, uh with that being said i just think revs are just too good right now and uh playing too well of all you know not to uh to win by two um, you know three touchdowns here yeah, Ole Miss really passes the eye test so far. Uh, I agree with that. All right, Campbell, you got uh, Tulane 
getting 14 at Ole Miss. What do you think? Well, um, I'm kind of unsure what to pick for this one. One of my best friends is from New Orleans, and her dad is actually a coach at Tulane. Um, and I believe he's coming on the podcast. Yeah, soon. Jeff Conway, the wide receivers coach at Tulane, is uh, scheduled to talk to me tomorrow. And I don't know. I don't, we're going to put it on some podcast. It'll be after we tape the Thursday morning podcast. But he's supposed to be on with us at some point. So when you hear this, he's supposed to talk to me around midday Thursday. They're still in Birmingham. I think they're going home after the game. They're, they're going home this weekend, yes. Yeah. They have so, been, they've been gone for a month. They've been gone for a while, but I think Bobby's mom was able to go home recently. I oh, think that's good. That's good. So I'm unsure what to pick because I feel like Ole Miss will win, but I feel like I have need to pick Tulane. So, you know, maybe something will happen. I'll pick Tulane for this one. All right, so you're going to take Tulane and get the 14 points. I think you're going to lose this one, but we'll see. I saw a computer projection had it at Ole Miss winning by 13.8, so it's like right there. Oh it's right there on that line, so we'll see. Um, all right, last game, the Vanderbilt Commodores on a winning streak. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt won a football game. They're 1-0 in the last week, That's that, and that's what they should say. They should say we are unbeaten in the last week. Vandy is at home against Stanford. This is a game that also kicks off at 7 o'clock. You can see it if you're just sick. You can see it on ESPNU. Stanford is an 11-point favorite in Nashville. Uh, I think, Campbell, you're up. Um, although they won last week, I guess, I'm still going to pick Stanford for this one. I feel weird picking Vanderbilt. It's more than fair. What about you, Greg? Uh, you know, Stanford had a big win against USC last weekend. Uh, then the pretty playing pretty good ball right now. I, I, I think there's there's some kind of something fishy about this line. That's just uh, me. But uh, Nashville's a fun town. I went there last weekend. Uh, then went to Kentucky Downs. But uh, I would say if it was you know a town versus town, I'd probably do the Nashville. But uh, it's, it's a football game, and hopefully it's not a math competition or a business calculus competition at halftime or something like that so that would be a tough game to handicap right there so i'm gonna go with the stanford cardinal there. all right so uh greg goes with stanford campbell goes with stanford y'all got y'all have a few games where you differ so we'll be watching those in particular south carolina and georgia campbell's gonna lay points campbell's uh, laying points with penn state against auburn uh, greg is laying the points with Ole miss against tulane and everything else you guys oh and campbell's taking the points with New Mexico against Texas A&M. So there's a handful of games to watch. The standings could be all shook up by um, next week when we get back together. All right, so LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford. Greg, how do they get in touch with you if they want to call and, and get an order put in ahead of time? Yeah, I mean, just always call the score, six, uh, 662-259-2999. You know, we always take uh, to-go orders and stuff like that. If you're in a hurry, you know, and you need a big order, you know, that way we can have it ready for you. Mushrooms and uh, hoppers, uh, plenty of fish will be here this weekend. So I'm not going to be here, but the store will be out. My spirit will be here. I'll be in Keeneland uh, this this weekend. So uh, uh, ho hopefully everybody comes by and gets your orders in. We're going to be open from 10 to 3 on Saturday, like last Saturday, you know, the night games. I just want to let my employees go and Enjoy the Grove and not be locked into LBs, you know, all day. So uh, we'll be 10 to 3 on Saturday and then 1 to 6 on Sunday. 
Is this the auction at Keeneland that you're going to? Yes, this is the uh, Keeneland September yearling sale. There's 4,200 horses being sold in like a span of 10 days. Are you going to get one and bring it back to, to LBs? Or are you gonna... No, no, no I'm, we're, I'm still on Sunday. Well, I, no, I would not bring the horse back to LBs. I, would be I didn't mean there. to eat it. I meant just like yeah. the mascot. No, uh, we're, I'm selling one on Sunday. And, uh, you know, if uh, if a good opportunity comes about, um, you know, I, I'm always uh, in for it. But uh, it, it's a pretty high-end sale. The first uh, one the, yesterday was the first day. And they uh, they sold 238 horses for 41 million dollars. So oh. I'm 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 out on that. You know I like to find some good value. Uh, so I, I I try to buy later in the sale. So uh, try to find that superstar that nobody uh, found. Well, best of luck to you. I uh, hope you have a great great week. Hope everybody, hope you travel safely. Hope everybody who's headed up to uh, Oxford for Ole Miss Tulane. Be safe on the roads and have a great weekend. And um, Campbell, Greg, thanks for your time. We'll see you again next week on The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor presented by LB's Meat Market. You guys have a great weekend. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.